host Delaney. And it's Katie and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. I saw you dancing and I was like, let me keep going. <laughs> Y'all, we gotta stop doing this. We gotta stop recording two hours past our meeting time. Oh, it has been two hours long. Every week, girl. I was about to say, this is what happens when you don't talk during the week but no we've had we had two extensive conversations this week i feel like so we did we had one blur that we was going back and forth over voice message not this last one oh what were we talking there was another one that we had no you're right oh it was about the whole yeah yeah it was about that article that you sent me (laughs) right and then passed it it, yeah yeah there was other stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway um hope everybody had an, a happy easter easter just passed when you're listening to this so shout out to jesus yeah, happy easter. <laughs> shout out to jesus no <laughs> shout out to peter raggedy ass okay <laughs> You saw that when they would be like, "What's it mean, Jesus? What's it mean, Jesus?" When he, you saw that. Uh, I think it's a TikTok. Wow. And when it, like they, someone made a skit and it was like you go around. It's like it was like like making a skit of the Last Supper, and it was like when he was like, "When he, one of y'all will betray me," and it was like, "Was it me, Jesus?" And it's like, "No, was it me, Jesus?" And oh, then it's like. Jesus. Was it me, Jesus? He was like, was it me, Jesus? Like, making fun of it, because, like... <laughs> no. Anyway. If it don't make it to uh, to Twitter, I'm probably not going to see it. I'm still not a, a TikTok scroller. I feel like, honestly, I mean, this might be, like, super generalization, but I think if you miss a TikTok trend, it's, like, too late. Because, like, TikTok... Not, like, going on TikTok, but I feel like if, okay let me say if you miss a tiktok obsession i feel like it's too late because i feel like everybody became obsessed with tiktok at the same time and if somehow you resisted that which wow you have strength then it's like you know the the allure of tiktok is gone now you know because everyone was just on it during like during lockdown i don't know let me know if you have become newly addicted to tiktok I feel like it's kind of hard now. Life is going back to normal when you have time. And also just like, like I I think I've said this before. I don't like, TikTok is overstimulating to me. I really, I really, mm-hmm. really dislike that as soon as you open the app, it just starts playing. Like, I don't like, mm-hmm. I really don't like that the entire screen is a video. Like, it is, I don't like that. I don't know why. And then when things, even when you're not playing a video, like if you go on someone's thing, all the videos start moving. Like I just saw it's too much going on. Hmm. My grandma just made a TikTok though. Oh. <laughs> because, um, you know, I was trying to be in my little TikTok bag. It's not going well, but. It's not um, going well. I mean, girl, I make a TikTok every quarter. So. <laughs> the problem with TikTok, it, you got to post like multiple times a day. Or at least every day, if you want to gain traction, because I'm and I'm a granny like, too. Like I'm not, but I am into TikTok. Like I'm a granny. It's hard to edit it in TikTok. It's hard it to edit is. In TikTok. So it's like I'm. It takes me forever to put one together, and then yeah. So why don't you edit an iMovie and then put it on TikTok? Yeah, I'm gonna try that. 
Yeah, and a lot of girls, I've heard the girlies say that they edit their TikToks on Instagram and then put it on TikTok. TikTok is notoriously difficult to edit. I've only made like three TikToks and they're like <laughs> my personal page. Yeah, and I feel like they, I feel like it's hard to do it in a way that like, because like people be editing TikTok so crazy. And like also the stuff that I found, like if y'all don't know, I have a TikTok called Books About Music. And I've looked at some of the things that are popular on like, I was about to call it Bookstagram, not just not this book talk. Um, book talk, and I'm like, see, those things don't interest me, but it seems like they interest other people, and I'm like, so do I make, like, I don't know, like the the stuff like when I look at all the book talk things that are really popular, I'm like, this doesn't tell you anything. Like it's just people, it's like white girls crying with a book in their hand, <laughs> saying this book with the caption is like, this book made me cry. And I'm just like, okay, what's the book about? Like what? what book is this like i don't know like it don't tell you nothing or it's just like somebody little like do an edit where they're just like waving they're dancing when in front of a book i'm like i'm not doing that so. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to tell you i'm not about to gyrate in front of this book so that you buy it like, <laughs> you gotta girl. go on black you gotta go on black book talk okay i will maybe yeah maybe i'll do it I'll maybe, most of my book talkers are black creators okay. oh except for one girl who wow so the way she she has a book journal i feel like that would be right up your alley she has a book journal where she like i don't know if you're into like what's it called bullet journaling but she makes monthly book journals where she keeps track of the books that she read oh no yearly book journals and every section has like a month and like she'll like draw the book on her little bookshelf in in her journal and stuff like that like it's just like so cool the way she like organizes it and stuff like that you just gotta find your niche you gotta find i feel like you just gotta post more yeah i'm just like, like also, oh what were you gonna okay. say and like what and like okay so you'll post like one thing about yo okay listen i'm not a tiktoker and also like let me sh- i'm not gonna I'm just gonna par- I'm just gonna paraphrase. You hear me? My brain is literally melting out of my ears. If you weren't, if you were curious, um, but listen, my little baby YouTube channel. I ain't gonna say nothing to you. But nah, not no baby YouTube it, channel. It baby, not baby YouTube channel with four thousand subscribers. Babe. Yeah, yeah, but not think, not over doubling your subscribers in less than a year. Not that. Okay. While I'm very grateful for that, I will say that like all the people i follow have more so i'm just like take i'm okay. just enjoying the ride i'm enjoying the journey not four thousand you done you done almost sold out kodak kodak call twice don't play all right i appreciate it but like i was saying i don't want to say too much because i'm not a tiktoker but like you could do more with each book you know what i'm saying like you know how people make like like okay you do an overview of the book see if you can get multiple videos out of one book so you don't have to feel like you read have to read a book every time like make see if you can make different content out of the same book so then you could like have multiple videos and then you could maybe maybe you could post like okay you post a book it, you could use one book for like an entire week and just make multiple videos about a different book about the yeah, same I, yeah that's what I mean you know what I mean I feel like my last one I did I had some other like footage I could put in there so it's not just like me trying to film myself flip through a book with one hand I'm like what I'm trying to figure out like what didn't what did people like to look at I was about to slip up and say something what do people like to look at? I, yeah, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to tap into that creative side of my brain, but my brain is like five percent creative and it's just not giving. But I feel like I do still want to do 
the TikTok stuff, but I feel like that shouldn't be my main thing. You know, I was playing with the idea of a YouTube channel, and I feel like I need to like I've started I've started researching for videos on my YouTube channel, but public essay. What's it called? It's called a public essay. What is it called? Not a public essay. It's called a a video essay. Video essay. This yeah, that's where most chaotic. of my stuff would be. But also, like, yeah. I started researching for something and then I was like I'm making headway on this why don't I stop like that's okay <laughs> that's how I'll be I'll be like oh me getting close to the finish line okay time to stop <laughs> you know that's that's the most irritating thing is that apparently like you have to do stuff like in order to see results and I just don't like that and you have to do stuff for a long time yeah, also see, Katie that's what is also the thing and that might sound like dumb but no for real think about it it's not just about doing it it's about doing it for a long time M- most of the time when you don't get any result no like th- this what what was it I, what was the quote it was something like the best productivity hack is deep thinking I was like if you don't get out of my face, do not Where piss do me come off. Where do y'all come up with this stuff? <laughs> no, but like, no, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, ups, I'm upset because it's right. Like, I we always try to like people try to find a way around stuff, like to do it quickly, and it's like you have to sit down and like actually do it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do it. Yeah. That's what. Like I'm like I was irritated because I'm like they're actually kind of right. Like every time I stop trying to figure out a way to get around something or do it easier and just do it the way I know it will work, it always is better. Like it just it gets done, <laughs> and I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> because the the best productivity hack is to deep thinking. Think about how you're supposed to do it and then do it. Like I'm always looking like well maybe if i just do this and then i'll crack the code and it's like the the code is do it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so like i told you about i told katie i think about a video that i was planning put on youtube based off an essay that i wrote i wrote 11 pages it's an 11 page essay so i researched it and everything it was a research paper and i'm like well i feel like i need to start over re-research oh okay <laughs> okay it's like just make off of the thing i'm like but but then now see it's different i gotta redo that's so that's the thing about youtube you just gotta do it that's one that's one of them things where it's like you just gotta jump off the deep end you're gonna get better your audience will want to grow with you they're gonna be excited for you you just gotta do it you gotta be excited you gotta like it that's that's I feel like that's the key. Are there people who um do well on YouTube right away? Yes, that girl Jenna. Is her name Jenna? Jenna something. That black girl that was living in that van. She people were like having all type of conspiracy theories about her. She's that girl that had that blue van, and there's all these. She came. She came. She got popular like I think around the time the start of the pandemic. Hmm because van life became i feel like van life had taken off around that time because people couldn't fly anymore so everybody was like making vans i feel like everybody was remodeling vans and this girl like literally got like a million subscribers in one week and people were doing all these like no one has when's the last time someone grew this fast on youtube people were doing all these conspiracy theories 
how she works for YouTube and YouTube was pushing her content, all type of stuff. You could find all type of videos because like people were literally dumbfounded. Like, how did this girl grow so quickly? Like, that is literally impossible. Um, there are people like that all over YouTube, but you just gotta. Most people, <laughs> you gotta make good content. You gotta be passionate about it, and you gotta do it. That's what um. I'm sure some some people who listen to this show probably watch Adam Neely and he did a video I think when he got this when he hit a million subscribers um about his 14 year journey on YouTube I was like oh my gosh I mean to don't be tell fair me that. don't freaking piss no, me but off. To, to be fair he didn't start off on YouTube like as a YouTuber he just mm. meant like he just was tracing his journey on like YouTube period of like when he was just posting videos of him playing bass like on Mm. on like you know like when he was like in high school and stuff like so he was just going through like this is stuff I used to post in this period and then he started um then he talked like about some of the people that influenced him then when he started changing his videos to actually be a youtuber like that was only mm. a couple like a few years ago um yeah I try to I try to hold my hold my ears and go la 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 when like <laughs> I <laughs> one of my favorite creators Aisha Haroon I love her um she's a hijabi creator and she was on youtube for 10 years ma'am hush (laughs) but also youtube youtube doesn't is different youtube is different now than it was then like jackiana was on youtube for i think 13 years she said it youtube does not they they literally like they were the the QOG influencers because they were influencing for fun. They were just, they would leave their job and go home and be like, Hey, I'm like natural 85 is also an OG, um, uh, influencer on the platform around the same time as Jackie. And she was like, Hey, I'm having problems with my natural hair. Like watch me do my hair. Like it was literally just pure excitement for sharing. Like I'm gonna cut on my webcam. (laughs) And I'm going to show you how I did this thing. And now YouTube, you can make money on it. It's just, it's just a lot different. Yeah, the um, that YouTuber I told you I watched Monroe still. You might like her stuff now because um, she does more. She does a lot of vlogs now, like way more than she used to. And I know mm. you like vlogs, so. Um, I love a little vloggy vlog. See, that's why I watch her list. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I don't care. Like. I'm 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 kind of nosy. Like I like seeing what people are doing, especially if I like you. Like your person, Arnell, um, Alyssa doesn't vlog. Arnell, Aaliyah's face. If I like your personality, Aisha, that girl Sunday live in Japan. If your personality's cool, Lee, I follow you around Japan for today. What you doing? Where you where you going? Yeah, I mean maybe if she was traveling. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um she was uh, one of those youtubers she was on youtube for 10 years before she quit her job she was a doctor and uh she quit her job and was making now she's making more than she was making when she was a doctor imagine and now she and she lived in two cities she lived in new york and miami like she just bought a house in miami okay (laughs) (laughs) buy me the kelly Watch uh me and Katie at the streamies in a couple years. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, the streamies. Girl, see, I don't even know. That's up echelon. And um, what's the other one? They have that one. Is it 
video con that doesn't sound right it's something con yeah no you're right it's VidCon, oh video con it's VidCon. oh <laughs> VidCon. I mean, you were, yes you were in the vicinity yeah VidCon. do they still do that i mean but, but pandemic aside do they still do that uh i would i would think so i feel like a lot of people win there's a lot of really popular youtubers who people are like any of them the only only proper youtuber i know of like in the upper echelon of youtubers is sophia did you see Cressy died? Huh? Did you see Cressy died? I knew he died because they had like they used to do a Cressy update. Cressy's their cat, by the way. This YouTuber's cat. Um, for y'all don't know. Yeah, they, we're literally. This is a podcast, and we're not podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we literally just ruined the conversation we were having before <laughs> talking about somebody else's cat, like. <laughs> Like, so we were we having a conversation. Now we turn the mics on. Let's continue. But hey, Sophia has almost ten million subscribers. I'm sure some people who have subscribed to her channel listen to the show. Mm, almost true. ten million. Like, but she be talking about like that. That. Um. Oh yeah, but I knew he died because they they was they wasn't saying nothing about him. They used to give a crusty update. Oh, crusty's fine. He's doing it. He was at the vet. And then they all of a sudden they stopped doing crusty update. I was like, that nigga. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, he, he died. I, I could tell, and then they finally put the video, out and I was like, oh. oh I watched Christine. that whole thing. I was actually kind of sad for them. I know because they had like, yeah. I, I yeah. was surprised because I was like, let me click on this just to see. I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. But the thing with Sophia, she, she's just so smart and just so eloquent. Like I didn't even realize that the video was 20 minutes. I watched that whole. Cause thing. she like she the way just, she tells a story. That's what I want to do. Like yeah, that's you are just, talented. Like, she will really put it into a whole thing. I thought it was just gonna be like a little montage, like oh here go Crusty. Right. He I died. thought it was gonna be like, something like little, you know what I'm saying, home video. This girl, the way she edited it, like the way the story flowed, like Yeah. She's very was, talented. Yeah. It was just like I'm like, girl, what? Um So that's why see, and that's that's why I need to stop watching because now look at it, just like how we always talk about the read in comparison to Classic Black. Like mm. I, when I think of YouTube, that's the only YouTuber that I watch. Like that, like I've that I watch every single video, mm-hmm. and the way that she does YouTube is obviously like, I mean, she just be she be on that. Like the way that she does it is just like very very good. Like so, I'm always like, well, how can I? I'm like, you can't. She has a staff. Like <laughs> she's a staff. She's also been her earlier videos. Like, one thing I remind myself of her earlier videos do not look like that. Yeah, they do not. So. Yeah. Like she, they yeah. Look like she probably filmed it with a toaster, <laughs> and that's why. I, that's why, like, even the video I put up on Friday, I was I had to will myself to. Uh, what's see? I don't even know what day it is. The video I put up on Tuesday. That's why I was like, I had to will myself to put some words in the thing when I was talking about. I was doing a list of things, but I was like, let me try a little bit harder than this because I, I, I'm not really obsessed with it looking. Because if I compare myself to like, you know who's a who's a really great editor, like not I know Casey Nice stuff, but just like her stuff just looks good is well to Diera and um she probably has an editor that's true but I know I know Arnell edits her videos Arnell's videos look so good she cares about Arnell one of the people I don't ever see myself being like I'm freaking making tofu I don't ever see myself doing that Arnell will spend like six to eight hours on a video just editing it I don't I don't I don't ever see myself doing something like that but her stuff at least you can tell mm. girl you speaking on TikTok I gotta send you this video 
that this girl made it went viral because like people were like is this an ad like the way she the way she edited it like people are very talented like you like every every once in a while i'd be like wow you like you're i don't know where my phone's at talking for the best because this show must go on like it must be about something classical or something black um (laughs) (laughs) i I can't find my phone but people are very like okay like yesterday for example when i tell you we they were flying that plane oh this hurt to vibrate so someone is bad um (laughs) we that that pilot was flying that plane in a wind tunnel like the plane we were like boots in a dryer delaney i'm not even like i already I knew it was gonna be rough because it was it was raining in chicago so i'm like okay period all we gotta do is get up in the sky we're gonna be good delaney the plane was going like this can you see me oh wait let me pull you up yeah the plane was going like this in the sky i'm not playing like swing like, like um, a pendulum a palindrome, palindrome? yeah p- pendulum yeah. pendulum swing, like, like that I'm boat not, ride i'm the dragon boat you, but going <laughs> Delaney, I, like when you said you, when I tweeted about it, you said you laughed. I did the same. I literally just turned my music up. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Heaven is the goal. Like, because what can you do? What can you do? We're in a tube in the sky. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even being dramatic. I know, I know, I speak in hyperbole a lot, but like, believe you me. Like, we were swinging like in the sky, and you know it's bad when they were like, they were like, flight attendants take your jump seats. The jump seats. I was like, God, you know what? I went home to my grandma's favor, and I guess like I'm going out good. Like, and it's just like the also then so it didn't get better. And I was actually very jealous because homie next to me was knocked like across the aisle, and his son cousin brother knocked out. I'm like, how are you sleeping through this? I had to read on. I had to turn the read off because I don't want y'all yelling in my ear like this at a time like this. Turn my and at first, and then I was like, then I have I had some gospel music on. That's my go to every time. I put some gospel music on, like, calm my spirit. And when I when the plants had a rocking like a, a cradle, I was like, actually, let me go out with something exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, let's turn on some, let's get lit. And that's when I started laughing because I was like, this is freaking ridiculous. We got to Memphis, and I'm like, so what you finna do now? Because it was also thunderstorming in Memphis. The plane is rocking as he's trying to land the plane. I'm like, so what's you what's your plan, big dog? I'm really laughing. I'm like, what are you how are you gonna land this? Lands it. I'm like, you in my head, I'm like, you're very talented. Like, no, I know obviously like you wouldn't expect you would expect it. You're a freaking pilot right. of people. You know how many hours you've flown to this point? But I respect it. Like you are talented. Like, if it was me, I don't care how many hours of spent, I would be in the cockpit like throwing up, seizing up, like like gasping for air like why is the plane doing this like why are you pissing me off like why is the plane rocking like this like people are talented like you could drive like for real like you know how to drive i'm like yo yo i mean you you fly planes well but you'll be way better off teaching driver's ed in memphis way better off they need you down here on the ground people just talented at their jobs <laughs> i was i wasn't amazed i mean obviously because did i expect the plane to land yes did i explain to expect it to land well absolutely not how are you gonna land it when the plane when the wheels rocking the wheels gotta land flat on the ground <laughs> i thought we was gonna at least i thought we were gonna at least lose a wing i'm not even trying to be dramatic i'm telling you i thought we was gonna at least lose a wing homie homie acted like he pulled into the garage i said okay dog. <laughs> 
I was he wants to be talented. I was sitting across from this one dude. I was sitting like, yeah, across from one of the plane on my last uh, flight. I, I, was it? I can't remember if I was going back here or going to New York. But this dude was, um, he. you could tell he was terrified to fly. And I felt so bad because the, there wasn't even really no turbulence. But every time the slightest, when I tell you the slightest thing happened on the plane, like it, like literally something that cannot even be really classified as turbulence, in my opinion, mm-hmm. he would like, y- y'all can't see me, but like he would like grip the seat in front of him. Yeah, he was like, it was like that bad. And he had his head down and his hands. He was, yeah, his leg was shaking. Like, yeah. And and then if it would move again, he would go, (laughs) like, it would just every single time. I so bad for him. I was like, dang. And it was like so long. I'm like, he must really have to go where he's going. Because I can't imagine being that afraid to fly and being on a plane. Like, I just wouldn't. Like, he must really have to go to where he's, like, he must really have to be somewhere. Because it was crazy. I was like, I've never seen anybody that anybody who I've seen that's been that f- afraid of flying just does not fly. <laughs> like, uh, I feel terrible for it because it's like I think about it all the time about like how helpless you're on an airplane. You're literally, yeah. especially like, okay, does stuff go wrong? Is it likely for something to go wrong? No, but stuff goes wrong. There was just a plane thing in China a couple weeks ago, oh, so yeah. it's like, and that was you see that plane that split in half? <laughs> it was no people in it, Mm-mm. but it was like it was like a plane like like carrying things. Um, Girl, no, I did not see that. It would literally split clean in half. See, and it's like you don't, you like, you don't survive that. Like, but it was on the ground when it did it. But still, Mm. could you imagine if your plane split in half? Like what? (laughs) And also, like, I be hearing like sounds in the plane. That's the thing. I like. I I feel like eventually I'm gonna be afraid of flying. (laughs) I feel like eventually I'm gonna be afraid of flying because like I be hearing certain sounds. I'm like, this sound like a car with a bad muffler like why are we putting this into the sky i feel you shifting gears when you're going up into the sky i feel like i shouldn't be feeling that yeah my yeah. uncle's afraid of flying ironically it works for you and i didn't wow. um but i don't even understand how flight attendants do it like shout out to your mama i don't know every day it is yeah, multiple times a day i could not be on a plane that much it's so boring. you gotta be part of the job you gotta be calm i mean you you know that it's gonna be okay i guess yeah. but yeah, especially by, like I can't imagine I I can't imagine the amount of flights my mom has been on. She's been working at United for probably like it's, it's coming up on thirty years. I've, it's probably maybe twenty nine or thirty. This She's year. tallied up like on average. Like <laughs> that'll, that'll be that'll be a, a cool number to know. I feel like. Well, I like yeah. numbers, but yeah, I feel like some people are like, and then also she and. My mom, she really just flies, like just to fly. Like you know, some people be like, "Oh, I'll go here," but like she's like, "I have three kids." Like she doesn't, she doesn't take international flights except for to Cancun. That's the only international place that she'll go because it turns right back. It's not far from LA, but she can't take international flights. Like, (laughs) um, she said she'd consider it after like we're all gone, but um, she don't plan to work much longer after (laughs) after her last her last one is gone. So. Are we gonna cut any of this out? Or are we gonna just nope? <laughs> okay, because this show thirty minutes in, we haven't talked about one thing. But but you I'm know cool. what? That's so part of the journey. It really so is. part you of got, the... yeah. You love telling us to enjoy the journey. So here we are. Oh right, it's so a part of the appeal. So I feel bad for him. If he was on that Detroit flight when I was on before the pandemic, he would the never one. fly again. 
Girl, that, I was, I was, mine was bad too. Girl, I was like 10 seconds away from texting my mama, like, not to alarm you, but if this is the last you hear from me. <laughs> That's an oxymoron, bro. <laughs> I was so close. Like, I've never been on a plane that bad. I've never. And obviously, like, when you look at the plane probably in the sky, it's probably, like, not doing anything. It's probably just barely bobbling. But when I tell you, I thought we were on a roller coaster that I did not sign up for. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is a tilt world. Like, it was very bad. And that's how you should have known the pandemic was coming. Right, because that was right before. Like, girl. the month before. Mm-hmm. I be thinking about these people. Like, that girl on my plane from New Zealand who was having a panic attack when we were going up into the sky. And the turbulence wasn't even that bad. She was on that plane. She, they would have to land it. She, I, 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 it was terrifying because you are screaming. She was screaming? Delaney. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not Delaney, I would, never, grip, that's a I would never forget. Just take like, a we, boat. Like. And also, like, the turbulence, I mean, I'm not trying to gaslight her, but the turbulence wasn't even that bad because... <laughs> We're on a big old plane. It's a big plane. We one of them three, one of them three, three, threes. You know what I'm saying? No, two, three, two. Either way, it's a big plane, so it absorbs. You don't feel all the bumps and stuff like that, girl. Please get a grip or or scream into your coat. Something. You're <laughs> alarming people around. You are alarming me. Okay, what's your news? Yes. Good thing my news is quick. I just wanted to give um, first a shout out. Um, I forgot. To, did I forget to do this last time? Probably. Um, to give a shout out to the Joseph Conyers Symphony Orchestra, formerly known as the Philadelphia Orchestra, for winning a Grammy for a Best Orchestral Performance. Um, period. Phone Period. Um, they won. Um. The best orchestral performance for their recording of symphonies one and three by Florence Price, um, who you know we stand over here. Do people play too? Do we have to? I don't know what's going on with two because don't nobody play it. Yeah, I'm like, is it lost? Or? Does someone know? Can someone? Let yeah, us one know? of the one of the Price scholars gonna know. Not that they listen to this show, but <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would. <laughs> and not that they're gonna listen to thirty minutes of of turbulence. But also we need to now nah, we need to give ourselves some more grace because we listen to Kif Chris on Kid Fury be on a tangent for an hour and we listen to it. So I personally like I like the tangents of any of any show. But also at the same time, it's like they really have a bro- they have a broader Yeah. People come here thinking they finna hear about classical music and we and we're talking about flights and, and a YouTuber's cat and <laughs> <laughs> so one day we need to you know what we're due for we're due for like a scholarly episode like we gotta promise we gotta we gotta plan we gotta prepare one just to even it out we haven't done a scholarly episode in, in months yeah let's let's plan one <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, 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 we'll plan one <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i get back to you on it no I mean, I don't want to. I'm not gonna take too much away from us, but like, our people are like you do classical like every week. I'm like, girl, I get on the phone with Delaney. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's plan, there's structure. We obviously plan it out. Like, I was supposed to meet with Delaney. We I met with Delaney two hours before this. Like, there's structure, but it's like I just don't. We're not researching every week. Girl, I feel like we are. That's why. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Everything feels every task I do feels insurmountable. So every every week that y'all get an episode of Classy Black is by the grace of God. Just know that. Period. <laughs> um and yeah. Secondly, um, the International Contemporary Ensemble has just announced um, that they have named George Lewis as their their newest artistic director. Um, This comes after an intensive month long, months plural, long uh, search process. Um, They have, like I said, named the composer, musicologist, a computer installation artist and trombonist george lewis as their artistic director if you don't know george lewis what are you doing i'm sure you do you might recognize um his face and i will link um some more information um about this but a little bit a little bit about <laughs> you remember a little bit girl i heard you i can't say nothing i'll be talking just like that a little bit about um his relationship with the ensemble it uh first began when they collaborated in 2011 um when they presented a composer portrait concert at Miller Theater in New York City for which he composed um his now well-known uh, work for 16 players The Will to Adorn um the this work along with um another work of his Born Obligato um inspired by Beethoven's uh Septet um and it's uh performances um the ensemble's performances of his Shadowgraph 5 and Artificial Life 2007 was featured on the first album that uh George Lewis and the International Contemporary Ensemble did um which was released in 2017 so over the past decade he has been a creative force and an advisor for the ensemble as well as serving on the board uh since 2018 so shout out to him everybody was um really excited to learn about that because he's that girl so period shout out to them Okay, got to the news in three minutes. Period. Amazing how we're 34 minutes into the... <laughs> right. <laughs> Funny how that works out. <laughs> time time is made up. Um, great. So time for the intermission. So I actually forgot how I worded it, so we're going to see how this lands. I didn't write it down. And that's crazy because even though I have a poor memory, I'm still operating like I do because I used to have a good one. But here we go. Um, we're going to be talking about like stability versus craft and we'll clarify what that means in a little bit today but I wanted to know <clears throat> Delaney am I okay? I don't think so Um, I wanted to know what what, what, what do I say? how do I say? you said <laughs> something about your life that <laughs> makes it different from like your non- classical yeah. peers oh that's right like what's that? one thing what's one thing <laughs> what's one thing about your your life as a classical musician that is different or drastically different from your non-classical musician friends i mean you know i was gonna say sadness so but i actually don't think that's drastically different i think that's an epidemic in this uh country world yeah. right now people are very sad right now um but other than that i mean it's hard to say i feel like i'm not as deep in classical music anymore like i would like anything i was about to say the just 
precarity of life like just not knowing anything but also i'm 23 with not on 23 year olds that do know um life um but i will say i mean something that's probably different is like a lot of the conversations that i'm in i feel like classical music with this whole like moment that we're in right now with the whole like diversity thing i know that like a lot of places are having that conversation but i feel like not everyone is so involved in it at wherever they are working or whatever but i feel like because of classically black because classical music just has a shortage of people who know what they're talking about when it comes to Mm -hmm. um this i feel like that is probably the biggest um that might be one of the biggest differences um in my life as as opposed to people who are literally just allowed to live their lives um Um, but yeah i think mine i'm gonna say is like there's a more i think my friends yeah because i'm the only creative one out of my friends that aren't classical musicians and my cousins yeah because we have between my my close cousins and my friends there's two social workers and a lawyer and a orthopedic what's called not orthopedic so what she do occupational occupational not you knowing not (laughs) 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 your cousin is occupational therapist (laughs) dang yeah an occupational therapist so when it comes to create creative and i'm not saying they're not creative nikki is very creative <laughs> could you i'm gonna get creative with your thing <laughs> like there's a, like, i'm gonna be a surgeon i'm a creative surgeon i just kind of do what you know <laughs> and like i use right. a variety of sewing up patterns all right um, right if i want to connect your aorta to your uh <laughs> yeah to your like ear my, it would just flow better um, right <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff nikki has like there's a I have a cup. I have a couple of art things that Nikki has done for me. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that they have a more delineated path. I feel like, yeah. and their their means to an end is very is way more clear. It's like, um, I use Nikki for an example. Like, no, that's a kind of a bad example because she took a break from school after she got her undergrad and then went to get her MSW. So she did something she didn't have to do that but that's what she did but like you shane for example he went he got did political science went to law school became a jag now he's in the marine or the air force it's like very like very straightforward to the point and it's like i am now in my third school and i'm just flapping about so it's like it's it's there is no clear end to this you know where and i think that's the biggest difference like by honestly the top top three biggest differences i think that the, t- the top one is that i do something creative and they they don't they i mean nick i guess nikki and my cousin nadia doesn't practice social work but um but nikki is creative in that every student is different that she works with but um not but not and i don't i don't want to speak for her because i don't know anything about social work but 
not in the same way there's mm-hmm. still a science behind what she's doing it's not like she she's using well researched and well things she's learned very well um yeah. she literally graduated a 4.0 so she's using okay. things that she learned well and practices that she knows um but making it specific to each yeah, like tailoring it more like tailoring, tailoring from tailoring yeah an existing thing but yeah that's what we're doing over here anyway let's move on <laughs> okay we're flying through the episode the actual episode <laughs> is short you know how we always talking about 20 minute episode episode will be 20 minutes without that 50 i mean that 30 minutes at the Listen, top we should be like that we should be like the episode starts at 30 <laughs> just in case but i feel like honestly we're, we're what 178 76 episodes and it's like if you don't like us there's really no po- at this point like babe at this point it's been, <laughs> like the Dang, 176 it. episodes there's no way i'm telling you at, at some point we we should just start picking episodes like don't nobody remember episode 40 let's just re-release it that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's like one of the ones that was like it wasn't the best <laughs> put one number oh i know exactly the one i'm not gonna say because no i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say nigga. if it's the one i'm thinking about that one should be actually deleted oh if not that one but <laughs> actually there's two that could be deleted low-key but definitely mm, but definitely the first one okay now that you said that there's two i know which two you're talking about but now i don't know which one's now the first one Okay, the one that should definitely be deleted is the one that that Okay. The one that should definitely be deleted is the one that when that other person was featured, then they were like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one should <laughs> definitely go. Yeah. But the other one could also quote, definitely could kick also rocks. it could it could go either way, but it really should go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why i didn't want to say this because it's like i feel like well we haven't had very many people on the show so i don't feel like trying to cherry pick like who are they talking about but it is what it is how many people have on the show there's plenty of people i could be talking about yasmin I mean, we yeah, ever has been at, been at a 176 episodes? Because the episode I'm talking about also had a guest. I don't think it should be deleted, but it could definitely be re-released. I don't even know which one you're talking about. Yeah. There's also another one that could go. Wait, what's the third one that could go? But you already know how I feel about that. Now I don't know what that one is. That one's early. Remember one like with my car? But that's a per- that's just a personal choice. I'm trying Wait. to I'm trying to do the at least some mouse you can put it together. Remember they had something about my car? That's the one I was talking about. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so what was your second one? No, that was the first that was the only one I was talking about. Really? Yeah, because cause I was you said episodes that wasn't even wasn't all that, like wasn't really good, and I was like, through that one. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's crazy, I don't even remember that. I just feel some type of way about that individual. <laughs> This is so messy. Let's what is, is let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Okay, Cusk, yeah, we need a Patreon. If we had the sustain if we could sustain a Patreon, 
if we could sustain literally anything else i would love to do something else for classic black but we, it's just not in the cars right now if we could send it to patreon okay spilling the tea on our guests listen once again which my one God, we don't I'm like which one I'm, do we no i'm just kidding Could you imagine? i'm gonna do a tell-all i'm gonna do a tell-all <clears throat> later in my career because y'all must know what's going on <laughs> y'all have to know so many of y'all are unhinged okay some 40 years are, too late <laughs> so right i mean yeah but i'm you know i'm kind of messy a lot of y'all are unhinged a lot of y'all are terrible in chamber music situations a lot of y'all can't teach a lot of y'all can't play it's like it's so much to say it's so much to say it's so i have so every day i'm just like wow a, a lot of y'all are unhinged now listen I just, got a, I, just, I just got out of a lesson. Can I play a little bit? I'm not talking about like that. I'm just talking about like there's so much going on that needs to be spilled. <laughs> wow. Like a lot of y'all are acting recklessly over dots on a page. Honestly, it's unhinged behavior. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Someday. We should make that our, the last Classic Black episode. We should do it. Right, coming out next week. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, today, surprise! <laughs> All right. Oh wait, I do need my phone because this is so ghetto. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this whole time it was right here. I'm literally losing my mind. Like <laughs> some days it gets a little concerning, but you know we move. Right. Uh, what, what what do I'm gonna be saying onward? right okay so there was a wave on twitter like the past week and a half where people are like let's post our cancelable and it's just like like um i almost unfollowed and blocked lauren when she was like um hold up <laughs> oh when she was talking about how bananas are nasty are you okay bananas what yeah there it was are- take your your cancelable like take on something so it was her cancelable uh food take was that bananas were nasty i was like lauren my sister in christ <laughs> can you please be see- like I-, I be begging lauren to be serious anyway like on a regular day i'm like can you please be serious bananas and i understand like the texture thing but we don't we we can get around texture they add so much depth to things that are you know are very shallow imagine like think about how much a banana elevates a smoothie is a strawberry smoothie good but you know what's even better strawberry banana blueberry banana peanut butter maple syrup like bananas banana bread come on yeah banana bread is very very good and what i will say i mean i i don't really use bananas in if i i use bananas in like my like that second type of smoothie that you did like if i do a smoothie like that bananas they do tend to take over a smoothie like i don't know why they just be like they be in there but um bananas are very good i don't know what she's talking about i was like lauren every day i have to i don't know okay so someone posted someone tweeted post your personal finance take that will get you canceled and this dude Terry was like a hundred thousand salary a year is not a lot of money in 2022 and that made me upset because I was like what are we talking about so we're gonna talk about um stability versus craft in classical music and like this weird you I feel like this happened I feel like I have to do an assessment of my life at every major turn like 
after leaving school wrapping up fellowship um so we're gonna talk about some of that stuff but first i'm curious what your thoughts were on that because people it's like after the will smith thing it's like people were fiending to talk about something else and like (laughs) i've been seeing a hundred thousand dollars takes a hundred thousand dollars for the past like 48 hours like nonstop. like everyone had to take on it. it's like the will smith thing dried up so like now people are like foaming at the mouth like what's next um but what's your take on that real quick well i will say so first of all some people still dragging that will smith thing i saw some something posted they were talking about chris rock seen oh, out on the street in new york city two weeks God. after will smith was he supposed to never leave the house again because he got slapped two weeks ago <laughs> he's still a mega millionaire like he's living life um but yeah i luckily i haven't seen that too much on my timeline probably because i can't remember if 100k was among the things that i muted (laughs) when um (laughs) when it is i muted a hundred thousand dollars and a hundred k after because a while ago we had this convert the same conversation um dang i have a lot of stuff i muted you know i have every variation of kanye west's name and and um his recent albums uh <laughs> um muted and also joe rogan had to mute that i, I muted megan fox and machine gun kelly because you remember they were shoving him down our throats a couple months ago wait do you see stuff about meg the stallion oh megan fox you mean megan yeah fox. yeah no one calls um, Megan, so i guess um but yeah so i have 100k muted that came through that tweet but not um i haven't seen anything else about it thank god yeah i think people are conflating that with how far 100k will get you based off of certain circumstances mm-hmm. 100k is a lot of money regardless um it just also costs a lot of money to live certain places mm-hmm. and if you have kids like if you have dependents whatever like yeah that can chip away at 100k that doesn't mean it's not a lot of money that just yeah. means five thousand dollars in rent is also a lot of money <laughs> yeah i just feel like some of y'all have to come up for air like honestly you have to come up for air like i don't know maybe because like i didn't grow up with a lot of money but it's just like i cannot believe like you really like how out of touch you have to be to really tweet that 100k is not a lot of money now is 100k after taxes five thousand dollars a month yeah but it's like you can't do nothing with five thousand dollars a month there's nothing you can do with five thousand uh, like I know people with making half of that making it making it shake so it's like I don't I'm I'm confused well it's more than that it's like 7,000 yeah I was about to say I was about to say that's how but yeah even better that's just like have you seen that uh that that TikTok going around with that girl talking about how you can't live off of 10k a month <laughs> I was like girl if you don't go to hell <laughs> if you she's like i'm 26 i'm an adult i in my adult life can't live off of 100k i mean can't live off of ten ten thousand dollars a month and it was funny because she was walking around her house and somebody said she know we could see the back of her house we could see her house in the back right <laughs> talking about you can't live on 10k sis you don't make 10k a month <laughs> we could see your house in the back <laughs> that's just so funny <laughs> But also, I'm like, girl, if you can't live, if you as an adult, a 26 year old, cannot live off of $10,000 a month, you are stupid. 
you are stupid yeah, you are very or dumb. irresponsible or a combination of the two uh, it's definitely both <laughs> it's definitely i'm trying to think about like if i had if i had 10k a month first of all I, you probably wouldn't even ever hear from me to be honest because what else what else is there second thing is like you know what i could do 10k a month like do you really know i could do 10k a month okay And it really also, what really made me think about this for real is the fact, it's the fact that like, it just gave me, it's made me kind of roll my eyes a little bit. Cause when I think about like job prospects as a classical musician and it's like the whole internet is doing all they takes on whether or not a hundred thousand dollars, um, is a lot of money. And I'm thinking about which orchestra in America pays a section violist a hundred thousand dollars that's not chicago i was about to say <laughs> new york yeah the, and that's the also a, probably a stretch to be honest because there's no la section, la certainly section. does their base salary in la is, is i think like around 167 or something like that yeah but like mid-sized orchestra not mid-sized like mid-budget whatever yeah. Like St. Louis Symphony, there's like it's what's like seventy k, so it's like what are we saying now? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what made me like start thinking about like okay, let's talk about like what what this looks like because it's just like all these girls are flapping their gums about like how they da da da, and it's like <laughs> it's like you got people making a hundred and twenty dollars a service, so <laughs> I didn't really feel no type of way about it because like I have other I. I I think it's pretty well known that like I want to do other stuff besides play. Like I, I definitely want to be in a one folder a week orchestra so I can explore the things I've made that very clear. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just like, it's crazy. Like I'm in school all my life and I mean, never say never. I don't Chicago symphony that, that viola position, that viola seat has been open, um, since the inception of the orchestra. So, <laughs> got your name on it if I want to go to the Chicago Symphony audition I could go I'll go do that um I remember I went to when I went to ISU a couple weeks ago my former conductor teacher was like you can take the CSO audition I'm like Dr. Bach literally no one's gonna take that audition <laughs> literally no no one's gonna take that audition that audition got a revolving door <laughs> <laughs> like shout out to the CSO shout out to Michigan Avenue I'm just saying like y'all not gonna pick nobody so it's like <laughs> who finna go up there who going up there y'all not picking what are nobody. they looking for that's what they need to put what are what are y'all looking for like strauss could come back and play don Juan himself and then be like uh-uh <laughs> no because you rushed that d right that's just <laughs> right they're gonna tell him what well, the composer didn't didn't intend <laughs> right like I don't know what they're looking for. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Because um, nah. Because that whole audition thing that I was talking about that Jen's still laughing at with the <laughs> about um talking about can you play that again? Am I gonna have to play it again in the concert? I was thinking about that even more, and I feel like these orchestras be plotting on your downfall. They do, of because course they do. if you because what you gonna play? It, I'm gonna play it again for what? Because if I mess it up. On the second time, what what you gonna do? You gonna tell me to pack up and go home? So I just I feel like you plotting on my downfall. You obviously 
didn't hate it the first time I played it or else you would have told me to pack it up and go home that time. So why don't you just let me in? I really hate when it be like, can you play it softer? Babe, probably. So can we just like... <laughs> of course I can. Like, oh, come on. Like, are we good? Are we not? Do you want like, me to we... hear that? Like, are... Imagine what I just did. Now imagine it softer. That's what I'm saying. Like, because <laughs> because look look, they ask you to play it again softer, and your bow your finger slips or your bow skips a right. little bit. What they gonna do? They, they gonna, gonna tell like, you See? thank you very much. Exactly. Y'all, if y'all didn't feel that way after the first time I played it, obviously I got the job. Like, like if it was really that bad, y'all would have sent me home after the first time I played. How you gonna ask me to play it again? Wait for me to mess up, and then all of a sudden, now, now like, I gotta oh, go thank home. You so much for your on the second time when when I wouldn't even have to play the second time in the concert. I would have we like why do I need to be able to do it two times in a row when I got to do it once in a row in the concert? <laughs> and it's like okay, like like you said, right? So okay, like you said, they obviously like you if they asking for it softer, they asking for it exactly they asking for it faster so why don't we just go off of that exactly also there's there's multiple rounds babe like honestly there's multiple rounds you know what i was thinking about side note okay so episode of side note (laughs) yeah the actually the episode is the side is the side i was about to say (laughs) okay so main note um <laughs> so um i was so i found out how jackson state university they do their majorette their the j sets how they do their tryouts so what they do is they have they have several cuts like to be a j set you have to be able to run two miles and you have to be able to run a mile in like under 10 i forgot what it is yeah. It's like two <laughs> miles in like twelve minutes. It's something like that. That's insane. I, which is, I, I, this is the, either way. Even if that's if that sounds insane, that's what it is. Or it's it's like two miles in eighteen minutes. It's something like because yeah. you have to be you're gonna be dancing. They they want to know that you and they also have running cuts during the season. So every week they have running cuts. And if you can't make your two miles in 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 twelve minutes, then you will not be dancing that week because they want to make sure that you can have the stamina to um. So they already have that. They have uniform cuts, which is like whatever. That's a that's what that's what it is. Write them letter. Don't come for me. So, but but by the time they get all the girls, like whatever, like the twenty four girls that made it that far, they have like three rounds, right? And that means you have three chances to dance. So they make everyone go current girls and prospects. They make them dance. And then they pull people out who made it. And if you messed up or whatever, you have another chance in the second round. And they did that, you have another chance. Orchestra should try to do something like that. Because that's more fair. Because think about how, think about how, right, you practice, 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 you're having an off day. And you just did three months of work or two months of work. And it's gone in five minutes. Or they were like, or if they, okay, they, or they, made you play again the next round and then you played again the next round and you kept you kept getting opportunities to be better and they'll just, they'll just cut you after like oh she's just not that girl like if she can't get whatever you know you see what i'm saying how would mm-hmm. that how would that 
how practical would that be? I don't know. You have to probably pay people for more time, but that's more fair. Cause it's like, or maybe not you, maybe not three chances. Cause it's like, girl, come on. But also actually no, cause it's more fair because if you're having an off day, it's different, different. And also the committee will be able to tell like there's a difference between having an off day on something and like you literally cannot play this thing right so maybe that will be the first round like get rid of the girls who literally cannot play their instruments and then give people multiple chances boom and then you do semis and finals <laughs> what you think i mean fine i think and then especially because yeah the way it's, it's not working right now it's just not working because now you're talking about some I feel like y'all need to get over yourselves. Because y'all talk about so, oh, can you do it this way? Can you do it this way? You really think I would be here if I couldn't? How about right. you? <laughs> like, do you believe? You just heard me play. Do you think I could? Do you really think I could play right. the second thing? Just but make a guess. What, what are the odds that I played that entire thing the way that you liked it, just not at the right volume, and I cannot play it any softer? What are the odds of that? Talking about can <laughs> you play it softer? Can you play it faster? My dear brother in Christ, No. <laughs> No, I cannot. <laughs> no, um, I cannot. So what now? What are we gonna do now? I how about that? This? Oh, what was you gonna say? I was gonna. How about this? Get one of your section. Get someone from the back of your section to come up here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. you if you could someone. do that, like what was it called? Challenging, where you could challenge somebody oh up. Could you? God. Could you? <laughs> oh, that's messy. If we gotta do it. <laughs> We have got to do. Oh my god! They need to bring challenges back. A I mean, lot of y'all will be, especially when we get the black and brown girls in it. A lot of y'all will be losing your jobs. I, feel I know a lot of players that I would will, really want to do that if we weren't playing with people's literal jobs and livelihoods. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's the only reason why. That's the only reason why it's like you can't really do that. Because you imagine if you could just go and pluck somebody from the back stand of an orchestra and be like. You, you and then they just fired. lose their job. Okay, you wouldn't be fired. Maybe you like you'll be like assistant librarian or something. And so you do that to you win your job back. <laughs> Get your notes up. <laughs> and then the, and then they would feel like they have no job security. That would be really bad. Like practically yeah, in the world. Like that's, yeah, and that's but, also very mean and very heartless. Yeah, like especially because it's like then how much time do you I mean, of course, yeah, you get the time to prepare and stuff, but like Can you mentioned if that was the audition. Oh my god. Like last hired, last hired. You gotta, you gotta. That would be so bad. That is just mess up on so many levels. Okay, how about this, right? Okay, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. How about this? So, okay, boom. Instead of doing auditions, right? Okay, they do the auditions or whatever, and but instead of doing like the finals where it's like what, like three or four people, you get the last you get the last hired or most recently hired person from the section and you do a challenge with them for the four people and see who played better and a person that plays the best the, the, the person gonna keep they the person gonna keep their job but like that's how you should do it that would be mad embarrassing for the person that it was just minding their business in their section with a new job but that would be good i feel like that would be the the um I mean the best for the person in the orchestra because I feel like if you recently won a job, you probably on your P's and Q's. Yeah. Now if y'all get the oldest person in the section not yes. oldest like actually in age, but like person that's been in the section mm-hmm. the longest. See if you 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 still on your game. No. 
so unethical. This is so unhinged. This would be this would be cool as like a show that like didn't have people's livelihoods at stake, but um that would be cute like a little classical music like a little reality show classical music is a reality show i feel like y'all people just don't understand how much goes on like how how many y'all are so dramatic yeah anyway so (laughs) stability so it got me thinking about like one thing one thing i've constantly found myself juggling especially like in this weird like postmasters like didn't get my first job yet space is that like I often find myself like um going going back and forth about like what would be best for my playing versus like what would be best for my finances and like I'm I'm 28 I've learned a lot and I've learned more times than not that at some that at this point I have to choose my finances a lot of the time. So I'll give an example. I have a tape due soon, um, and I got a call. Um, I was I was planning on I have all day Saturday. I have nothing on my calendar. I was like, okay, boom, I'm gonna work on this tape on Saturday, and then I have an, an audition coming up that I need to work on too all day. I'm I have it finally. I have a Saturday. I have nothing on my schedule. Um. I got a call for a gig that would make me I got a call for a gig that would make me lose all day Saturday and half of Sunday and I was gonna say yes I was like you know what I'll figure it out luckily the the universe helped that fall through because I needed that time but it's just like I've learned that like it, at this point like if I get the thing I'm gonna go for the thing you know so mm-hmm. um well I, I'll talk about my uh, real example in a second but what does this look like for you like choosing stability versus crap especially since like you yeah what does that look like for you um well you know I'm in my little fellowship right now we had a conversation about like so afterwards black. my little fellowship <laughs> it's a full <laughs> <laughs> you know, my little one too and um I was about to say we had a conversation about you know afterwards and it was like you know we would love to see you know they were gonna have some literally not how anybody talks i don't know why i did that voice but um <laughs> they're gonna have some positions that's opening up around the time that i'm you know my fellowship is up and they were like you know you've been such a huge help you know we might could see what's going on um and then i was like okay period i'm feeling great about this might have me a little something to do and then like three days later i get into grad school and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, father god mm-hmm. um and I feel like I can get another job, you know, and it's like, yeah. I guess technically I could get into another grad school, but mm. my standing is a little precarious. I'm That's trying to, not why I meant, I'm, <laughs> I meant that classes change I, and people, how many people get in. Yeah, but I need year. to get on campus before they realize what they oh, did. So, okay. um, they realize they, they had a lot of glitch in the system. So, um, but after, nah, but they, they can't send it to me because after y'all y'all had coaches getting paid off letting people in your school so go ahead right. let me in right. um but 
that was and and also my school does not offer a deferment option that would be my top choice would be to defer admission for a year work for another year and save a lot of money mm-hmm. so that would be in a better financial position going into grad school um but i have to choose like working on like my i don't know like just working on my music stuff rather than like being in a job that like there's a lot there's a lot of good things about my job like practically mm-hmm. but it's not my end game yeah. and it's like going to school to me seems like it will help my end game more mm-hmm. but there's just a lot of downsides yeah. <laughs> to it but um ultimately that's what I chose to do because I just I'm really hoping it pays off <laughs> Yeah, it mean will. Um, so okay. okay, quarterly I go through a midlife crisis. Um, quarterly might be a reach, maybe like three times a year. Um, so my last one that I had in October, or so I was like, yeah, so I need a job. I don't know. We gonna figure it out. I need a job. I need a job. I always, I often go through these alone because if i if i share with people who care about me there'll be a voice of reason and I, that's not what i need i need i need the answer right now so i applied for this job um and it was going very well and i it was advancing through the rounds and stuff like that and so when we got the salary stuff i've never touched this amount of money in my life like literally when i saw the money i was like bro man bump oh, this man. viola junk like let me go <laughs> do this little thing and there were so many things about it that weren't right um the main thing was that i wouldn't be playing Mm. and the nature of the position i would not have time to play and my reasoning was let me go do this little thing for a look for a year i could i could practice which is i was already fooling myself because i already said that i was not gonna ever do the full-time job viola combination again because when I did that when I taught public school when I was teaching for seven hours a day and I would come home and practice for four hours a day I burnt out so quickly like the minute I got into Eastman I got into Eastman in in March or April April I didn't touch my viola until I got to Rochester because I was I was burnt out from doing that like every day um so I already knew that that wasn't gonna work out but I was like I was trying to I was trying to um, reason my way through. I'm like, I need money. This is a lot of money. I never touched this much money in my life. I was like, come on, run it through. Like, let's do this. Like, I guess we're doing this thing. Um, and <clears throat> I ended up not because <laughs> I talked to I when I got too when I when I got too deep when when it looked like I was about to get the job. Um, I I spoke to someone and they were like, this isn't. I, I the thing I appreciate about my mentors is that like they do the thing where like they act like they don't have an opinion and I I just sit and wait for you to tell me what to do (laughs) I do it every time because you're gonna tell me so because I don't respect to be like well you know I'm like I'm just gonna wait for you to keep talking until you tell me what to do and they said what I said yeah because I'm gonna be at some point you 28 like like I'm like just girl I'm just asking you to tell me (laughs) yes or no because um it's going to get into our next question there's people in my life who would tell me that i should have done it um and i didn't i did not take the job and it's for the best 
um, because I want to play and I have to do things that are going to put me in alignment for that. And even though they're going to be seasons of being uncomfortable, um, it will be for the better in the end. So speaking of that, um, do you feel supported um, in your decision? And if not, what, what, what pushback did you receive and what did that look like? I was about to say you um especially since you you're five years older than me, so I'll be like, girl, I can't tell to Katie nothing. And also I got into a big fight with one of my friends for being in their business too much, even though I was right. But um I'm not really <laughs> like that. I always especially I I'm a I'm a I'm a I would I'm not a secretive person, but I am a private person, especially like when it comes to certain stuff. I just be close to the vest. If I come up for air, like if I come up for air and I'm I'm talking about my personal, I kind of expect my friends. I expect my friends to say mm-hmm. something, not in like a attention seeking way, but like I feel like my friends should be comfortable. I feel like my friends should be comfortable saying like, hey, like the best example I have of this <clears throat> is like when I had a quarter light crisis. This is what uh, I was referring to. Yeah, uh, this like, is what I was just about to bring up. <laughs> yeah, this is like because quarter light crisis is like I, I remember even tweeting a couple months ago. I was like, "Oop, my fellowship wrapping up. Time for another panic." Um, <laughs> this have every turn, every major turn of my life, I have one of these. It's, uh, I'm sure I'm not alone. Um, and when I was graduating Eastman, I took an interview <laughs> to teach English in Korea, and <laughs> Nikki was so pissed off. And she was like, what was the point of going to Eastman? You did all this viola junk. Like, what the hell? And, and I was like, well, I went to Eastman. I've got nothing to show for it. Like, I'm, I don't know. Because I had gotten to school. I did get into schools, like, to get an artist diploma. But, like, I wasn't really feeling them. So I was like, I don't know. And, because, and I, didn't, I didn't get into schools that I wanted to go to. Like, there were schools that I wanted to go to. I did not get into them schools. So I was like, I don't know. And Nikki was like, what was the point of doing all this VL stuff? I'm like, girl, I'm going to show for this. She's like, girl, get a grip, stay in Rochester, practice some more, and then audition again. But what you're not going to do is go to Korea. What the hell are you going to do in Korea, Katie? And I'm like, I'm going to teach English. I'm going to get a new perspective, and I'm going to practice viola. You're going to have time to be, to be playing viola. You're going to be learning Korean. What you gonna do, da, 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 da. And I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> and I'm obviously, I'm an autonomous person. Like, I thought it through, and I'm like, man, yeah, she was. And it just like got through it, like. But I'm gonna have, I'm gonna, I'm always gonna. I go through this thing where I'm gonna panic and I'm gonna come up with a thousand solutions, and then when I, when it comes, when I relax, I'll make a clear decision <laughs> every time. Yeah, that's why I brought this up because I was gonna say like, like I said, you're five years older than me. I try to, I'm, I just whatever. But that was one where I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to say something about this. <laughs> That's why I brought that up because I was—I mean, I didn't say it like Katie. I mean, like like Nikki because we just don't—we don't. That's not the rapport that we have. Mm-hmm. And but I was like, so Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Does this make sense? And you know, it's crazy. I thought it made perfect sense. I was like, I have teaching experience within the context of what you have done and what you are trying to do. <laughs> And I'm always a firm believer in like 
the means to the end don't gotta be a straight line so if i'm teaching if i'm teaching english from korea like it's just gonna inform my experience i get to travel I get to be in okay korea. so <laughs> you gonna learn to say bye in korean when you don't advance in wow that was incredibly <laughs> violent <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying it's gonna happen to you because also you didn't go but you know what i mean <laughs> like wow everyone calm down <laughs> now i want to know how you say it. you said what yes and now i want to know how you say it i don't even know how to say hi neither i don't know a single word in korean that's not food <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say kimchi no, go to say gochujang gochujang oh. man gochujang ketchup hear me out it is the best. You want, you want a little tater tot? Oh, you don't like tater tots. Mm-hmm. Fries as well. Go just on ketchup. Ketchup. Onion. Onion. Don't even sound <laughs> like anything I would know. Yeah. How'd she say it? Onion. Onion. And I would have been able to tell you how to say it. <laughs> I would have known how to tell you how to say it. We could have been. I was I was watching videos. I mean, you know how many um, creators I'm currently subscribed to on YouTube because I was gonna move to Korea, do my little research. I can see no, I I can see the logic in doing that in the interim, just not for playing viola, like because I know two people. My cousin um, lived in Korea for two for two years, I think. Um, the first time she was studying abroad, and then she moved there after she graduated. She could talk English. You know, my friend Free is doing that right now, teaching English, and that's not what she wants to do. But also, she doesn't have to practice for six hours a day. You know, mm-hmm. so that was the only thing. But also, I'm the exact same way. Like you already know, I told you. I think I told you I was planning past a rejection letter for grad school. I, I applied to one grad school because I was like, I'm just gonna apply to my top place because I didn't feel I didn't I didn't feel like I had it in me to do a whole round of grad school applications mm-hmm. but i was like okay i can squeeze out one at my top school maybe i'll learn something from the process and then when i do my my next one i'll reply to everyone like i'll, I'll learn i'll have learned something from the process of applying once mm-hmm. <laughs> for whatever reason uh whatever I, I did stop saying that but yeah, there was a reason <laughs> Ob- objectively i had some very good components of my application but i just don't understand how that translated to an acceptance <laughs> but anyway okay um which makes no sense but it makes sense to me in my head mm. um but i'm the exact same way it's like i got a, I had a bunch of different paths planned out i'm like so after i get that rejection i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do that and then that's how i'm gonna i was planning my life i planned my life way ahead in my head that being said the actual question um that <laughs> that you asked me like 15 <laughs> minutes ago um of like was I supported in that decision and did I get any pushback I mean technically I was supported in that decision not really for any I think I I feel like now um luckily I don't have anybody really the only person that's going to give me un- an unsolicited opinion on my life is my mother mm-hmm. um and I think I, although sometimes I feel like she'd be acting like I'm a bum. Not recently, but um, I think ultimately in her heart of hearts knows that I make good decisions and that I am not one to just be sitting around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like she knows that about me. I'm always I'm always doing something. Like mm-hmm. and and I'll need to know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> like yeah. so I think she knows I'm gonna be fine. And so is 
has always been okay with that and specifically the decision that we're talking about now with the stability versus your craft thing um I mean she supported that decision but mostly because I think she wanted me to move back home oh <laughs> yeah it's on now until she threatened to kick me out in three months okay that's why I was saying she tried to guilt me into coming home for Easter and I was like are you going I was, but then my grandma said that my mom told her I wasn't going, and I offered to come for Mother's Day. I don't know. She hasn't said nothing to me, and I would have to leave on Saturday, so. Mm. Um, and she, I was like, see, and my grandma was like, well, I mean, you're moving back in a couple months. Like, it, it's not that that big of a deal. We don't do all that much for Easter, like, cooking mm-hmm. stuff, but. And I was like, yeah, because in three months, when she's sick of me, she's going to wish I hadn't came back for Easter. She going to wish she had that, okay. that weekend. Um but yeah about you recently no um but i really i have a boundary kind (laughs) of with um with my family because i always say like i just stand up for myself i'm like i'm the only one out of all you 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 what is a what is what is a supervisor what is what is a, a airline supervisor a computer guy, a preschool teacher, and a pharmacist gonna tell me about classical music. Answer quickly, quickly. <laughs> Is that so? I I'm like I'm the only one here out of all of y'all that know what I'm talking about. So you just have to trust that I know what I'm doing. And obviously, like I've there's been a lot of stuff that I've gone through that has been a little traumatic because of this path that I've chosen because it is not stable, and um, like financially, it's very challenging. Um, so that's been that's been difficult and because like I don't I feel like in general they support me like like especially like I have like I got a fellowship and like I went to Eastman like so they 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 see the growth there's all that also like hinders me and being completely transparent what's going on in my personal life because it's like I don't need no yeah, should I got a dental school so like <laughs> So I do keep so I do I feel supported yet especially okay but by my mother 100%. I can tell my mom I want to be a pipe cleaner saleswoman. She'd be like perfect. Wow, <laughs> I love that for you. That is so good. My mom is going to support me no matter what hands down, no matter what goes wrong, what goes right. 1000%. 10 toes down. Ina's going to Ina's got it. Um but like I feel like at this age, at this stage like not really pushback like and then the, and my grandma like every time I talk to her, she's like, "So what are you doing after you leave Memphis?" I'm like, "Gloria, I promise you, it has not changed since last week when I spoke to you. I will let I'm, I will, you will be the first one to know. Like, I'm gonna call you first. I'm not even gonna read the email. I'm just gonna read it with you. Like, I'm going to, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm gonna send it to you so you can read it. <laughs> like, you will know. But um." yeah i feel like i feel like a lot of, they probably wish i would teach public school my girl i was doing my grandma hair the, uh, a couple of days ago she was like so you're so you wouldn't like she was like what are you doing i'm like i'm probably gonna stay and i'm I'm gonna teach and she was like so you don't want to teach in a school and i'm like no because i don't like that she was like oh <laughs> like stop at i'm not gonna i probably won't i don't hate public school i don't and i would do it again but it would be like if you see me teaching public school, that means I'm probably not playing viola as seriously anymore because it's, it's very draining. It's a, it's like a, it's literally a full time job. Um, 
So I feel like she wants me to teach public school. I'm like, you go teach some kids and do your lesson plan and do your and go to the IEP meetings. You go do it. <laughs> All right. Do you? Last question. <laughs> do you believe you were well prepared for the uncertainty of a career in classical music? Um. I mean, my initial answer was no, but also I'm thinking like, what really could have prepared me for that? that like, I feel like the answer. Like, I it's like, did I think I I knew to the extent of which, like, did I, did I know the extent um, of uncertainty? No, because I didn't really see any like, I don't know. I guess I didn't realize how. F- few jobs there were for what I wanted to do when I went to college Mm -hmm. like and I I didn't realize like how how hard those jobs like I knew they were hard to get but I also didn't realize how many people wanted them (laughs) Mm -hmm. and also how long people stay in those positions once they get them Mm -hmm. um so that was like yeah and then also it's like when you hear like you only hear about the most successful people yeah. you know you only hear about the people who did make it and not the people who didn't mm-hmm. um and i saw something on twitter actually a couple of weeks ago or could have been yesterday who knows time doesn't mean anything but um about someone who was like they should have and i know this is gonna sound like whatever but they should have somebody who did not make it in like music come to speak at a music school to see like what they're doing and like why and like what mm-hmm. is that not in a like a hey y'all this could happen to you but like in a just like in a for like practicality reasons yeah. like the the way that they phrased the tweet was was better than how i'm paraphrasing it right now i wish i had it up um because the way that they framed it was a little bit um like it better explained the benefits of doing something like this um but yeah, I, I honestly don't even know what could have been said to me to prepare me for it. I mean, that's why I think it was inevitable for me to to just throw away the whole. Perf- I want to be a orchestra bass player because my sights were too narrow. My motivation was not on par with what I wanted to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm not as flexible when it comes. To, like I do not. I hate gigging. I don't care for teaching either. So it's like, what what am I going to do? Like, you know, in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, I would have to be one of those people that went, that went a job straight out of whatever. I don't like recording. <laughs> like, I don't like anything. Well, I like, I like to sit in the orchestra and play. That's it. Like, or in chamber music. That's it. Like, <laughs> those are the only two. So it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like the uncertainty of those, of like, like uncertainty is something that I really just, I can't deal with. I need my check. I need like my mm-hmm. stuff like I can't do it um I can do the whole like working for yourself thing as long as I'm making enough money for that to be sustainable yeah. and I'm not worried about it you mm-hmm. know like um so when I was hearing like I was talking to my my first base teacher and he was telling me like certain things like he was saying like how because you know he gigs a lot and he was saying how like I only really feel like now at the, at the time he was saying I only really feel like now after 10 years of moving back to LA that um, after grad school that I'm finally like like I, I, he feels like his career is stable I'm like 10 years after oh grad school <laughs> and he was like and he was just telling me like the little things like how like when he how like how he never tells a contractor oh um 
that he's gonna be out of town because when they need somebody for something they're gonna remember oh so and so's out of town they're not gonna remember when you get back yeah. you just like to so just tell them that you're unavailable on that day mm-hmm. like i was just like see it doesn't look like with the whole get how you have to mm-hmm. i just feel like i can't with it's just all too granular for me like i can't so i felt like i would have come to this decision regardless mm-hmm. and i don't really know that 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 information at that time would have like altered what I wanted to do because I also felt like going through my whole classical music education and stuff has opened my eyes to a lot more career paths that would not even have been on my radar Mm -hmm. so I don't even know that I would have like I I feel like things it's it's always hard to say like oh I wish I had known this or I wish I had known that because things kind of turned out the way that they turned out you know yeah so yeah I don't know For me, do I believe I was well prepared? No. But do I wish I was more prepared? No. Because there's no way I would have done this if I was. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think, like, I remember, I remember the moment, because when I went to Eastman, I was two majors, right? So I I remember the moment when I was to Mr. Taylor, like, you know, actually, I think I want to be in orchestra. He's like, great. He's like, tell me what you want i'll tell you how hard you have to work and that's what ever since then excerpt 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 and um they always say like orchestral auditions are hard classical music is hard i didn't realize what that meant until i was in it like that's and then also and that's just like the music part like the it's like the stuff around it it's like there's there's so much it's the music part it's like i finally learned the notes and then i take a lesson with joe hey joe or uh, and jen and they're like okay so great this is all in tune and the right the rhythm's right and it's not rushing but it doesn't sound like brahms what do you mean it's like you're <laughs> it's like you're playing it but like it doesn't sound like the piece babe what are you talking about it's like it's like every there's another layer of an onion it's like yeah but the sound isn't right what do you and it's like i, I know what i know what she means mm-hmm. like i know what jen means when she says that but like when she first said that to me i'm like i know you freaking lying like girl i just, I, know. <laughs> I know you lying it's like the finally guy like the sound is not right like every the notes are great the sound, i'm like it's like it's always something and I've, of course like i want to be pushed i want i want to like i'm not complaining at all like at all mm-hmm. at all like i want it to be right obviously um i'm grateful that somebody believes in me all that stuff i'm just saying like it's you realize that there's always something there's always a note that could be like even in my own practice i'm like all of i just did like three figures and they all sounded different so now i gotta go back and figure out why they all sound different or like even simple stuff there's three f's in a row they all sounded different then we got to make they all sound different opening the chair is not smooth enough this is rushing this is not steady this doesn't sound like Brahms, but this and then your Mozart sounds like Beethoven. It needs to sound like this. It's like there's always something, and then and that's just the music part. When you turn like when you leave school and three months later your loans kick in, how are you paying the student loans if you haven't won a job? How are you teaching eight hours a day and you have to practice for the audition? How are you affording to go to the audition? Mitigating should I take this audition 
even though I have no money, how am I going to get to the audition? Am I taking this audition for a no? But I need audition experience. How am I going to do my family getting on my damn nerves about this freaking about my about my lifestyle choices? It's the first of the month and I'm short on rent. It's like it's always something. It's like, yeah, overarching statement. Classical music is hard. But like when you are in it, that's what I realized. Like there's literally nothing you could have said that would have prepared me <laughs> to like to go through it. And also I did. I don't want to know. I don't want to know that finally when I get notes, rhythm, intonation, the things that Mr. Taylor told me, like, once you got that, that it has to actually sound like the piece. Like, and I know that sounds like a simple thing, but that's really been like a huge breakthrough thing that I've been working on with Jen. It's like, it has to sound like Brahms. It has to sound like Don Juan. Like, it's just like, it's so much. And I'm not trying to complain. I'm actually very grateful, but it's just like, classical music is hard and like it's hard in a way that you don't realize until you're in it like you just won't you won't understand until like you you are on the ground doing the excerpts when you're on the ground when you turn 26 guess what girl you have no more health insurance like there's so much stuff that I not only did I not want to know about but like there's like I feel like there I don't know how you would prepare someone for that and especially like when you're a green eye bushy tail it's like it could people could tell you the worst of the worst and be like all right girl well that's what you got to go through but it's me like and especially like if you're if you're motivated enough it's like yeah like girl that's what you got to go through I ain't gotta go through that um and also a lot of my role models um Andrew Francois literally st louis symphony it's like okay period and you did it so i'm doing it it's like it, until you get in it and it's like oh okay i told my former teacher i was like girls only so many sometimes i don't even be auditioning for stuff because you know there's only so many rejections you can get like you gotta you gotta you gotta manage your heart um but we're here all is well um yeah today all is well today was a good day and um we're gonna keep on keeping on all right y'all so one mm-hmm. all right y'all it's time for black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top who are you talking about delaney all right this week i'm talking about imani mosley shout out to imani um we're twitter mutuals um she is a musicologist a cultural historian um and a digital humanist um who focuses on the work of benjamin Britten, um opera and modernism in uh in great in great britain post 1945 she's currently a a assistant professor in musicology at the school of music at the university of florida um she received her phd from duke university um in 2019 where her her work examined the reception of benjamin britain's operas in her dissertation that is named the queer things he said british identity social history and press reception of benjamin Britten's post-war operas um first of all anybody who can write a dissertation i'm i'm that's one of my my things i think people who can do dissertations are like a different breed like you are not the rest like the rest of us i'm sorry can't wait to read yours Uh, girl no um 
anyway, uh, she's presented papers on Britain and other topics at national and international conferences. Okay, Katie's twin. Um, Can we including, focus? You literally are. Um, including the American Musicological Society, the North American British Music Studies Association, and the, Wo- the Word and Music Association Forum, where she was the keynote speaker for their 2020 biennial conference. She's currently on the editorial board for the Journal of Musicological Research and a member at large on the Council for the American Musicological Society. Um, in addition to her work on Benjamin Britten, she also uh, specializes in contemporary opera, reception history, queer theory, and masculinity studies, and race in the 21st century um, popular musics. Um, she out here um anyway prior to her appointment at the university of florida she taught at wichita state university she also hers hers holds a master's um, in musicology from the peabody conservatory as well as a master of of arts and historical musicology from columbia university um she's also an active performer of bassoonist i'm telling you bassoon is black like i'm, tell- is I'm black. telling you like <laughs> every time i see a white person with bassoon i'm like what you know about bassoon who, who put you on <laughs> right what you know about this um and she's an active perform an active performer playing new music written for bassoon and baroque bassoon in various early baroque music bassoon. ensembles i don't know what that sound like, like? Girl. let me not be rude what that sound <laughs> like <laughs> She received her uh, bachelor's of music in bassoon performance from the Aaron Copeland uh, School of Music at Queens College. Um, how does she know Jasmine? And a master's of bassoon. Girl, how many degrees you got? Girl, what the heck? You, okay, okay. And a master's of music in bassoon performance from the Peabody Conservatory. So let me count this up. Bachelor's in bassoon performance. Master's in bassoon performance. Um masters in historical uh musicology another masters Girl. in musicology and a phd <laughs> give somebody else a chance <laughs> let me stop complaining about three times the two times i gotta go to school every week <laughs> for no <laughs> academic classes and be dragging it <laughs> Um, she's also um, a working dramaturg and librettist and has collaborated with um, Francis, the composer Francis Pollock um, on operas Steiny and American Execution, which was premiered at the Prototype Festival in New York in 2019 and Salt that was premiered at the Yale Opera Studies Today conference in 2020. Shout out to Imani. Um, I will link her website and her Twitter where you should follow her. She's very close to 10,000 followers. Um, And yeah, shout out to her. Here, you better not make nobody ask you what you bring to the table, girl. Because, I'm sorry. What? Girl. I ain't even doing all that. I, like, for real. (laughs) Actually, she the table factory. Right. (laughs) Girl. Chile. Okay. Shout out to the week. Yeah, it's Shisha by Santana and the City Girls. Okay. Where does Shisha <laughs> fly me to Cali? Okay. Oh, uh, my piece <laughs> of the week. <laughs> oh, I was ready to wrap it up there. <laughs> my piece of the week um is Dvorak Tenth String Quartet. The string quartet you said? Mm-hmm. Oh. Number ten, E flat. Fun. 
All right, let's see if I can get this. Thank you so much for listening to the Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intervention suggestion, send to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBM, IS Black Musicians on social media, isblackmusicians.com. Calm. Calm. Yep. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for the chaos. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.